0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Dream Team Professor podcast. My name is Scott and in this episode we're going to be looking at the top players to target in game week 11 on Sun Dream Team. Now we're going to start off with the fixtures from ffstuff.co.uk. I'll then go on to the top players to target and then I'll follow that up with my transfer plans, what I'm currently thinking for my team. But... FFstuff.co.uk first. So we've got the fixture grid on the screen. And I've brought up the fixtures from game week 11 through to game week 13. So that's made up of uh, game week 11 being another European double game week for those in the Champions League, Europa League, Europa League Conference. Um, then in game week twelve, we just have a single game week, and there's some good ones actually in there to target. Uh, Man United have got Luton, Arsenal have got Burnley, Liverpool, Brentford. So there's quite a few good single game weeks in game week or single matches in game week twelve. And then in game week thirteen, it's another European double game week. So European teams have five fixtures between game week eleven and game week thirteen, whilst the Premier League only sides just have three fixtures. Um, So on fsstuff.co.uk, you can tick the boxes and narrow it down to just the teams that you want to choose from or look at at one time. Um, I've ticked Man City, Man United, Arsenal, Liverpool, Newcastle, Villa, Chelsea, Brighton, Spurs and West Ham. So Chelsea and Spurs are the only two that I'd really look at that aren't playing European football at the minute. But my team primarily is European players at the minute. So, if I was to rank these teams in order of how good I think their fixtures look over this free game week period, I've gone with Liverpool with the best fixtures. This week they have Luton and Toulouse both away. They have Brentford at home in game week 12 and then they have a double of Man City away and LASK. So, that game week 13 fixture with Manchester City obviously looks difficult. But Liverpool are in such good form at the minute and this fixture run for at least the first two game weeks looks very, very good. So I think Liverpool are probably the best team to target at the moment. I've gone with Manchester United, um, although I had sort of written this slide up before their disappointing loss to Newcastle B yesterday. Um, But the fixtures are good, it's just they're not very good. So Fulham away, Copenhagen away. Should, in theory, be a good double game week. Luton at home in game week 12. Now, that's a great single as well. And then Everton away, Galatasaray away in game week 13. So, you can't deny that these are good fixtures or even great fixtures. But what you can deny is, are United any good? Because, at the moment, they don't look it. So, that's a bit of a one that you have to decide yourself. But the fixtures are there. Manchester um, Arsenal, sorry. Um, so, five fixtures again. Game week 11 looks really tough. So, Newcastle away, Sevilla at home. Two good teams to play in game week 11. But then it does pick up for Arsenal. Burnley at home looks like a really good tie. Brentford away, Lons at home looks pretty good as well. So, I'm going to put Arsenal there. Um, looking at this now, I probably should have put City a little bit higher, really. So, I'm going to go to Man City. Really, really good double game week in 11. Bournemouth and Young Boys both at home. Chelsea away in game week 12, and then two home games again in game week 13, Liverpool and RB Leipzig. So Chelsea, Liverpool, RB Leipzig, all quite tough games. That's why I have put them a little bit lower down. And you've also got the rotation problems at City. It's hard to nail down like a midfielder, for example, Um, but they are a great team and they probably won't have that many problems that week. Aston Villa, their good fixtures continue as well. So, Aston Villa have got Nottingham Forest away. AZ Alkmaar at home, which looks a good double. Fulham in the single at home, which again looks good. And then Spurs away, Legia Warsaw at home. Game week 13 a little bit tougher, but we'll see later in the slides. We'll go through each of these teams separately. Villa's run is very good for a long time as well. And then Brighton, their bad fixtures are sort of out of the way now. They now have Everton away. Ajax away, which Ajax looked a really tough fixture, but they're, I think they're bottom at the minute in the uh, Dutch league, so that might not be as bad as it looked on paper. Sheffield United at home in game week 12, Nottingham Forest away in game week 13, and AEK Athens away in game week 13 also, so that looks like a really good run if they can get back to their best. And then West Ham, who... Knocked my team, Arsenal, out of the cup yesterday. Um, Did look pretty good, to be honest. Arsenal were terrible, but they've turned around their form. I think after losing three straight games and no wins in four, um, of course, they uh, turn it on for Arsenal. Now, I was looking to avoid West Ham players until I saw their form improve. Um, But I might have been convinced by a certain player at West Ham yesterday. But maybe it's just recency bias. But they face Brentford away, Olympiacos at home, Nottingham Forest at home, Burnley away, and then I've got BAC. I never get. I can never remember this name. This name. I'm going to look it up now while I'm here, um, because I can't just keep calling them BAC. So TSC to Pola I need to try and remember that one, but I definitely won't. So that is the fixtures from Game Week 11 to Game Week 13 um, and how I ranked them. Obviously, you can rank them how you seem fit. Um, And then I'm going to go on to just the Game Week 11 fixtures. So obviously, City's home double against Bournemouth and Young Boys looks very, very good on paper. Bournemouth's defence has been pretty bad so far this season. Uh, Young Boys looks like a good fixture in the Champions League Bournemouth, I guess, should be pretty much full strength, but I think Manchester City have won all of their Champions League games so far, and it's looking pretty comfortable, so I think there will be quite a lot of rotation in that Champions League game, but that is by far the best double this week, in my opinion. United's away double, Fulham and Copenhagen, I've already mentioned them, it's great fixture on paper, but we just don't know what Manchester United turn up at the minute, so I'm going to put them there for best fixtures, but... It's just if you believe in Manchester United at the minute, and I don't too much. Um, Liverpool, away double, Luton and Toulouse. Again, Luton looks absolutely brilliant for both defence and attack for Liverpool. And they're performing in both areas. So that looks like a great single. Um, and then the um, European game is against Toulouse, who they got a good result against in the last game as well. So might be a bit of rotation, maybe for the defenders, maybe for Salah in that one. But again, really, really good double. Villa, Forest away and AZ Alkmaar at home looks good. And then Brighton, away double, Everton and Ajax also looks good. The tougher fixtures, I'm going to say Arsenal uh, and Newcastle because they both face each other. Two good sides there um, facing off. And this one is at Newcastle. So Arsenal are away at Newcastle, home to Sevilla. Newcastle obviously home to Arsenal, away at Dortmund. See, Arsenal... I can see Arsenal scoring goals in both of those games, but I'm not so confident on clean sheets. Um, and then with Newcastle as well, home at home they can always get a result against anyone. Um, they probably will score against Arsenal, but I don't think they'll keep a clean sheet. And then Dortmund, um, disappointing 1-0 loss when they were at home to Dortmund in the last Champions League game. So I'm not feeling too confident them playing away at Dortmund especially with some of the injuries they've got as well so Arsenal and Newcastle probably tough weeks for both. West Ham I put this in a tougher fixture category and it probably still is um, after their bad form but away at Brentford home Olympiacos two fairly solid sides there Um, but if they play like they did yesterday West Ham they might do quite well in this double. Um, None of the non-European sides look that appealing to me this week. Um, Typically, we'd look at Spurs, but Spurs face Chelsea, and we'd look at Chelsea, um, and Chelsea face Spurs. So, tough games for both of them. Um, Spurs do have Wolves after that, but then they face Aston Villa, who are in good form. Um, And Chelsea's run is horrible. So, Chelsea have got Spurs, Man City, and Newcastle. So, it is looking quite European-heavy at the minute. Right, so we'll go team by team looking at the best players to target from each, in my opinion. Um, One thing I noticed, so in the top right hand corner, I've extended that ffstuff.co.uk fixture grid. uh, And what I've noticed with Man City is five of their next six games are played at home. So I don't know how much weight you put on that, but obviously home fixtures are typically the better fixtures for teams. And Man City are a very good home side. So Bournemouth, Young Boys at home, Chelsea away, Liverpool, RB Leipzig and Spurs at home. So a lot of home games, but they are quite tough. Liverpool, RB Leipzig, Tottenham. Uh, and then they face Aston Villa away, Luton away, uh, is that Red Star, Belgrade away and um, Crystal Palace at home. So the fixture run that does look quite good once you get past that. Chelsea, Liverpool, RB, Leipzig, Tottenham. But it's Man City, so they they can beat anyone, to be honest with you. We saw what they did to Manchester United the other day. Um, and that will kick me off with Erling Harden. 7.5 million. Shouldn't spend too much time talking about him. Uh, but people did start to take him out, and he started to do very well. 13 goals, three assists from 13 games. Back to his usual best. 19 points against United, 17 points against young boys. Nine points against Brighton in just his last three, um, and I was brave enough to go against him and went with Salah this week. But Haaland was the pick. Um, I see a few people play Max captain, and it was Haaland um, in a lot of teams. So, yeah, I don't want to take Haaland out at any point. I don't think, and I think I'll be back to captaining him for this double game week. Um, Alvarez, four point seven million. Someone I took out before I played the park, the bus. Booster, he's had a quite a few weeks actually. So one goal in his last four games, um, and his last four points returns: three points, two points, nine points, and two points. So a lot of twos and threes, uh, but he did get that nine. And typically, that nine was the week that I took him out. I scored that goal, um, but I've done okay that week, so it doesn't really matter. But I think Alvarez is a very, very good pick for this week. But if you follow me on Twitter, I did a post there. I think it's going to be a really difficult week to decide between your Ollie Watkins, your Darwin Nunes um, and your Alvarez, to be honest with you. Um, And then even maybe Callum Wilson gets into the conversation. But personally, I think if you do have one of those players that are named, um, Alvarez, Darwin, Watkins, I think I'd probably end up just sticking with what I had because... If you've been watching this for a while, quite often I've I've tried to move from a, a Salah to Kane last season, um, or a Son. I took Son out this season, and I've taken players out so many times before they've scored hat tricks, just chasing what I think's the better fixture. So with these players, I think sometimes it is just worth sticking with the one you've got if they are nailed and they've got a good fixture themselves. Um, Foden, four point five million. He was disappointing in the double game week nine. Got a did not play and a two pointer. But then last week he got 10 points against Manchester United a goal, bonus point, two shots on target, and two tackles. And he's now the highest performing player at Manchester City for points, um, ahead of Rodri by 11. So Haaland, Alvarez, Foden, Rodri. I think Foden's still a very good pick. And especially if you don't have Alvarez, um, the way I look at it, I do want to have at least two. City strikers slash attackers at one at one time really because Haaland's banging all the goals and someone's going to be assisting him. Um, quite often it's Alvarez, quite often it's Foden. Um, so I'm okay going into that double with Foden and Haaland in my opinion. Um, Rodri, four million, not as exciting as well, any of them three. Haaland, Alvarez, Foden in my opinion but he is probably the most nailed City player. Um, now that suspensions out the way as well if he wasn't banned for three games he probably would be higher than Foden I'd have to imagine but he's ticking along nicely um, and he's getting six points per game and he's got three goals four assists which is actually the same amount of attacking returns as Foden anyway so I think Rodri at four million could also be a very good pick defence I have trouble choosing between Walker has looked the best pick so far this season, especially for the fr- price, 3.4 million. Um, definitely the best value. But he didn't play the last Champions League and it looks like Rico Lewis might end up getting quite a few of the minutes now in the Champions League. Now it is um, it's pretty much a sure thing that they're going to win the group, I think. So I think there's going to be a lot of rotation in the Champions League, which means if you do get a City defender in, it is tough to choose one that plays twice. You've got Diaz at 4.4 million, Stones at four point five. And this could end up being the cheapest that we actually pick them up for as well, uh, if they do keep getting clean sheets. Um, doesn't look a good weekend for clean sheets, Bournemouth and young boys. But I just I just know, if I bring in a Diaz or a Stones, they probably play Bournemouth and then they rotate out for young boys. So that is a risk. And for that price, I think there's some good double game week midfielders. So I'm happy to pass for the minute. Uh, Doku, Bernardo, Grealish, all around the 4 mark. Doku's 4, Bernardo's 3.6, Grealish is 4.1. The same really applies. They're all really great players. They can all deliver the points, but they're not guaranteed two games a week. The same Foden's not either, but I just think Foden's the better pick out of all of those, in my opinion. Um, Absolutely fine to pick any of them, but I just think it's a risk maybe getting one game a week. Next up, Liverpool. Now look at this fixture run. Loads of greens. Um, It looks really, really good. So double game week, Luton to lose. Looks too good to miss out on, in my opinion, Uh, both in defence and attack. So I've got Salah currently. Um, I did take Trent out of my team for the part of the bus and I really regretted that one. Uh, But I've got my eyes on maybe getting him back. Or at least getting Simacas back to cover some of these fixtures. Luton to lose. Brentford at home in the single. City and Lask City. You've just got to take that kind of as a as a free pass, along with all these other fixtures. Then Fulham home. Sheffield United away. Crystal Palace away. Um, Union Saint Giloy. And then it. Finally gets tough in game week 16-17 with Man United and Arsenal. But pretty much from game week 11 to game week 16, these fixtures look brilliant. So you're pretty much taking yourself up to Christmas with your Liverpool players. Um, and Salah is one that I think you have to have at the minute. So six goals in his last five games, um, including a brace against Everton and a brace against Brighton. I did get a surprise start in the Carabao Cup actually yesterday. Um, I don't think he'd done that much in that one. I think it was like four points or something. Um, I had him as my captain, though. Uh, Salah, four points yesterday. Uh, But he's the second-highest scorer on the game now with 113 points. Um, So I just think you have to have him in your side alongside Haaland. And then I think that third spot is the one that's up for grabs um, if you do have three strikers. Um, If you are looking to fill up that third spot, Darwin Nunes is looking a really good option as well, 4.2 million, um, he got back-to-back 12 pointers against Forrest and Toulouse, um, and then a goal and eight points off the bench yesterday in the Cup, he is on fire at the minute, Darwin Nunes, he's a bit of a banter player, but when a player is on form like this, I don't think you can ignore them, so I think he's a really, really good pick. If I didn't have Watkins already, I think I'd be considering Darwin to go alongside Salah for this run. Um, Simakas, £2.8 million. Now, I'd said that I took, I took Trent out of my team and I, I kept hold of Trippier. Um, I do regret that move. In hindsight, I would have taken Trippier out for Trent because Trent's done a lot better. But in my head, I sort of thought that I could end up keeping Trippier and then cover Trent with Simakas. And he has been sort of keeping pace Um Trent got an assist yesterday, but Simakas, 2.8 million. He's been doing really well, starting most of the games, starting the Premier League games for sure. Um, Starting most of the games now that Robertson is out injured. I think he's out for quite a while still. He's also taking left-sided corners at times um, and has seven bonus points already. So Simakas, again, very, very good pick for this run. Um, I think he also, he started that game in the cup yesterday and Trent came off the bench for an assist. So he's getting just as many starts as Trent, really. Um, again, for this run, he's probably going to be good the whole way until Robertson's back, which is, I haven't got it in front of me. Let me. I'll quickly bring it up rather than guess. But I think it's around sort of December time or maybe even after Christmas. But I'll just bring up, the good website to check out is premierleagueinjuries.com. And, of course, it won't load for me at the moment. Well, premierleagueinjuries.com is usually a great site to uh, check out. Um, but it doesn't seem to be working for me at the minute. So we'll have to we'll have to check that out another time. But Simicast is good for a long period of time. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold at 5.4 million. So... Fourth assist of the season off the bench in the Cup. Um, Potential rotation in Europe, but he has started the last two. Um, And then with Luton in game week 11, a double up with Simakas would be ideal or great, I think. Um, I'm thinking about doing the double up. I'm thinking about taking Trippier and Burn out. For Trent and Simikas. I just think this Luton game looks too good to turn down. And then even for the Toulouse game, you'll probably end up getting one start if you go with those two. So that is something to consider. Um, and then the last person I'm going to say from Liverpool is Soboslai. Uh 3.8 million. Been seriously impressive so far. There's been a lot of players in that sort of position signed this season. Havertz from my guys has been one of them. Disappointing. Mount disappointing. Sabozlai has come in and he's been absolutely good, absolutely good, absolutely brilliant for um, Liverpool. So four assists, two goals and 16 bonus points so far this season. I'd say the only downside with Sabozlai is that he hasn't really been playing the midweek games that much. It's been mostly Premier League but he did actually start in that Carabao Cup game yesterday. But overall, it doesn't seem like he is nailed for two games a week. I'd say that's the only downfall at the moment. But he's been seriously impressive. Um, probably alongside Madison. Madison's one of the other players that um, has been a high-profile midfield signing. Um, but Sir Bosley has been very good. Um, right, Manchester United next. Um, what can I say? Um, it's all a bit toxic there at the minute. You're um, starting to see all the news stories coming out about Ten Hag and all these excuses, and it just seems to be a bit of Groundhog Day. We've seen it all before, and um, so something is seriously not right there at the minute. But the fixtures look okay: Fulham, Copenhagen, Luton, Everton, Galatasaray. Any normal season, you'd be loading up for that. But they just don't have a standout performer at the minute, which is the problem. After that, um, good run. It gets a little bit tougher in game week 14. Newcastle, Chelsea, Bournemouth at home, Bayern and Liverpool. Um, so if they don't buck their eyes up, uh, ideas up by game week 13, uh, I think they're in big trouble in game week 14, 15 and 16. Um, but short term, I think I've got Dello in my side. 3.4 million and I've been fairly happy with him especially when he scored the screamer in my part of the bus team but I noticed he'd played 90 minutes in every single game including the doubles from game week three all the way up to yesterday in game week 10. Um, he still started that game week 10 second fixture but he just got the 45 minutes and one Bissaka came on so one Basaka is now back fit um, or get him back to full fitness, so that may now impact Dolo being as nailed as he has been. But nonetheless, Dolo was crap yesterday from everything that I've seen, um, so you may not want to target him, but with Fulham, Copenhagen, Luton, Everton, Galatasaray, I still think having one United defender or Onana, who I'm going to come to, isn't the worst idea. Onana's 3.7 million. He's currently the second highest scoring goalkeeper in the game. Um, Did pull off that impressive penalty save recently. Uh, And he's 0.6 million cheaper than Nick Pope. Uh, Nick Pope didn't play in that um, Cup game yesterday. Um, Onana did. But Man United are out now, so he won't be playing in the Carabao Cup any longer. Um, But I do think that 3.7 million. Um, 0.6 cheaper than Pope probably could still be worth going for he probably is the best European playing goalkeeper and he probably is going to play in all competitions that he's in so if you don't want to take up a um, defense spot with Manchester United but you do want to have a um, goalkeeper that's playing twice a week maybe Onana is the way to go Uh, that fixture against Luton in game week 12 looks good and game week 11 and 13 look good as well so I still think Onana is worth considering. Um, Bruno Fernandes, 5.6. I am reluctant to put him on the list, really, because I stuck with him all season. Um, He's lost a ton of value. His price keeps going down. Um, So I've taken him out. I've lost patience. But there is every good chance that he comes good. Uh, Fulham, Copenhagen, Luton. But at the minute, I think you you bring him in once he starts performing. If you're enjoying the video so far, please do leave a like and subscribe to the channel to get kept up to date with all the latest Sun Dream Team content. Uh, You can listen on podcast platforms as well if you're listening there, Spotify, Apple, the lot. Um, Please do leave us a like or a review on there. And if you want extra Sun Dream Team content, the latest episode of the dream team tonic podcast is live the link is in the description below you can check that one out there we've got a great Patreon and discord community um so i'll leave a link in the description below for that we all share tips big community of players um, and some top top players in there as well so there is a link in the description below for that but we'll go to aston villa next so double game week forest and az alkmaar looks good Fulham at home in game at 12 looks good. 13 is a bit tougher. Spurs away. Legia Warsaw at home. But it's the home um, form that has been so, so good for Aston Villa. Um, and then it starts to get a little bit tougher. So Bournemouth at Man City, Arsenal, um, Zerinsky, Modestar, Brentford, and then Sheffield United. So again, all the way sort of through till Christmas, apart from City and Arsenal. This is a really really good run. And City and Arsenal are both at home. So you still think that Aston Villa could score in them games. So I don't think it's terrible to hold on to your city players all the way through um, your Villa players all the way through to Christmas, really. I've got Oli Watkins, he is 4.7 million. Um, I was disappointed with just the five points against Luton, but he was close. There was a great ball in from Matty Cash that really should have put away. Um would have been great for me because I've got Matty Cash as well. Um, but he's on six goals, eight assists for the season, which is seriously impressive. It'd be nice if he had penalties as well. He'd be absolutely smashing it. But I still think that Watkins for Forrest away and AZ Alkmaar at home um, is a very good pick. And I think he probably does still play that home game in the European fixture. Um, Matty Cash, three point three million, two goals, two assists already this season. Um, again, could have had another one if... Uh, Watkins had put that away. He is just so attacking, so exciting to have in your team. He's averaging 5.1 points per game. He's had the most shots on target from any of the defenders, and he's got the most, or oh, sorry, second most tackles of all the defenders. So he's picking up points in a variety of ways. Um, the cling sheets actually don't seem to be flying in for um, Aston Villa at the minute, but he just seems to get points from a ton of different methods. Um, concert at 3.1 million. Um, he's got 18 bonus points so far. I think he was uh, a bit unlucky. He had that header that came off the crossbar, I think, that um, Emmy Martinez put into his own net against Luton. Um, that would have been a clean sheet in that one. But I still think he's a very, very good pick. Um, one bonus point behind Kieran Trippier and joint fourth f- 4 bonus out of all the positions. Um, so, Konsa... If you're looking for someone a little bit more steady than Matty Cash, Matty Cash is very explosive, depending on shots, crosses, assists, goals. Conter just ticks along with a bonus, and the clean sheets are um, coming now and again as well. So Cash and Conter, very good picks, similar price. Diaby had a really good week, so I want to mention him. He got 11 points against Luton with a goal and an assist. He's on three goals, five assists for the season. But he just isn't getting the starts in Europe at the minute. So that's something to consider. And then Martinez. Someone who I thought I would have as my European keeper straight away. And I still think he's a good pick. He plays the European games. He plays the Premier League games. But Villa have kept two clean sheets in their last ten. Um, could have been three if it wasn't for that free cone goal. Um, but that has really impacted his score. So... He is quite low down in the pecking order for goalkeepers, despite playing two games a week. Um, it's just whether or not you think that their fortunes might turn around in this run. Um, but he is the cheapest double game week keeper. But looking at it, you can get Edison 3.5. So at just 2.2 uh, 0.2 more than Martinez, you could go to Edison at the moment, Um shout out to Ben from the Dream Team Tonic who pointed that one out to me uh, last week. So something to consider. You probably do get a rise out of Edison if you go for him this week. Brighton next. So again, the fixtures have finally turned for them. They had a really poor run of fixtures and actually their results were really poor during that time as well. But now they face Everton, Ajax, Sheffield United, Forest, Athens, Chelsea, Brentford, Burnley, marseille arsenal crystal palace um, another one that's got a good run for a long period of time only downside is um, quite a few injuries so stupid is still injured but apparently close to a return could even be this weekend um, but it's a wait and see don't do it yet wait and see what they're saying in the conferences if they actually do say anything um, i wouldn't do it now but it's one to keep an eye on if he does come back to full fitness and starts playing two a week again but Matoma is looking like the best option in my opinion at four million they've got injuries to key attackers like Solly March Welbeck and CISO so I think he's pretty nailed for two games a week De Zerbe was getting himself a bit of a reputation for chopping and changing he's still doing it but he has a lack of options at the minute so he kind of needs to rely on Matoma uh, three goals, five assists, and he's averaging 5.4. So I think he's a decent long-term hold. Adingra 2.6 million. Now, he's your bargain version of Matoma. If you are looking for someone that's a lot cheaper, but is playing twice a week, Adingra has actually played um, or started the last three games now. So I think he's a good option. He does get attacking returns, but obviously you get what you pay for. He's not quite as good as Matoma. Um, Defence. I don't think I'd trust the defence still until a stupid comes back. They don't keep many clean sheets. I think they kept one clean sheet in Europe and that's it for the season. So, stupid gets you those attacking returns as well. Um, Dunk did take some sort of knuckleball free kick and spank the crossbar in the last game, which was quite funny. Um, but I just don't think I'd go there until I start to see some consistent... Clean sheets or games where they're just conceding like the odd goal. But at the minute, they just seem a bit dodgy at the back. Um, Arsenal, they're low down the list for me. Um, But the fixtures do look good. So it's just this week that I don't like, really. Game week 11, Newcastle Sevilla. But then after that, game week 12 in Burnley is about as good as it gets at home. Brentford, Lons, Wolves, Luton. That is a really good run of games there. Um, Aston Villa, PSV and Brighton gets a bit tougher in the start to middle of December. So I think Arsenal are still going to be a really good um, side to pick. I wouldn't look into the Carabao Cup too much. We never seem to do very well in that. We do rotate quite heavily. Saka is the guy, the go-to guy. Um, They did bring him off the bench, which I thought was a bit pointless yesterday. If you're not going to start your best players and you want to rest them, why I bring him on at like 3-0 down seems a bit strange. But Saka, 6.5 million. Um, the first midfielder to pass 100 points this season. Five goals, seven assists and averaging 8.5 points per game. Um, I still think he is a part maybe after game week 11. I've got him in now, but I do really think that he's an essential player to have in your team. Neketia at 2.4. Um... Now this is a funny one, Um, someone actually in our dream team, Tonic Discord, asked me what I thought of Nketiah and I wasn't really feeling it to be honest, Um, luckily he did still bring him in because he got that hat-trick at the game I was at last weekend, Uh, Sheffield United were terrible Uh, but he got an impressive hat-trick, you can't take that away from him and Gabriel Jesus, it looks like he's out till early December they've said so Eddie is going to be getting a lot of minutes at 2.4 million. I didn't like the idea of Eddie because, especially if you do get him in, every week you're going to have Arteta saying well, saying nothing, basically, not letting you know when Jesus is back. Um, there's been some sort of leak that said Jesus is back early December. But you'd just be waiting to find out every week whether or not Eddie could start. Um, yeah, I didn't like the idea of it. But uh, 2.4 million, you can't really argue it he's definitely worth that. But I just think with all these strikers having really good fixture runs, if you do bring him in, you're sort of going to miss out on these players that Darwin, Watkins, Alvarez, in my opinion, they're underpriced themselves. So I just think that having Eddie, while he's good value, I'd rather have that value picking like a midfield or defender spot in my opinion. But I think he still will do well, but it just isn't for me. Uh, Martinelli, 4.2 million. Um, since missing four games through injury, um, he returned with a bang, getting 30 points in his last four. Um, that's not including his um, short cameo. I think he came on for like 20 minutes at the end yesterday, uh, but I wrote this up beforehand. But he has been seriously good since he's come back. Um, I think he'll be a very good complimentary pick to Saka. I don't think he covers Saka, but I do think that having both in your team could be a seriously good way to go for this run. Um, And if you don't go with Saka, I definitely would want to have Martinelli. I just don't think he covers him. Um, Saliba and Gabriel. Disappointing if you had Gabriel. Um, More an FPL thing, um, but Gabriel was rested for Sheffield United. Saliba was rested for West Ham. They've both had a bit of a rest this week. Ben White he looked like the most nailed pick. He started yesterday. I started to write how he's the most durable out of all of them. Um, he's a bit more expensive. And then he goes and scores an own goal with that silly bleach blonde hair. So, yeah, I I think I'd avoid Ben White for the moment until he cuts his hair. Um, but Saliba, I think he's still a fairly decent pick. I just might do it after game week 11 because I'm not fancying us for clean sheets. Against Newcastle away for sure. Sevilla at home. We're much better at home. But they are a decent side. So I think I'd wait till game week 12 to bring in Arsenal defenders if you haven't got them already. Uh, Raya looked a decent option after that clean sheet against Sheffield United. Ramsdale got the cup, uh, which was expected. But I'm a little bit worried. Um, In game week 13, Arsenal have got Brentford. Ramsdale is going to have to play that one because it's against his parent club. Um... Ramsdale will not convincing yesterday in the Cup. Maybe they give him a, a Burnley at home, maybe as a a little warm-up game before that. Um, give Raya Newcastle and Sevilla. I don't think you will really want to chuck Ramsdale in for Newcastle or Sevilla, so maybe Ramsdale gets a warm-up game against Burnley. It's just, just a theory. There's nothing behind it. He could just go and play that Brentford game with no other minutes, but I just think it would help um, to give him a little bit of a warm-up game. And then Erdegaard, I think I would just avoid him for the moment as well. He's been on the bench the last two games. Apparently he was carrying a little bit of a knock. But he did come on to score a winner late in that West Ham game. Newcastle. So I've got a bit less for Newcastle at the minute. I don't like their Game Week 11 defensive fixture. Arsenal-Dortmund. The same as with Arsenal really in their last one. Both got tough European games and both face each other. Um, if you just want to hold on, to your Newcastle defenders for that week um, and then benefit from that Bournemouth away game then that's fair enough and Newcastle have done really well defensively against some of the other big Champions League sides so there's an argument to keep them but at the minute I'm looking to move out my two Newcastle defenders and then potentially bring one back if I have to um, in Trippier but Trippi is the highest scoring defender with 91 points. So you can't ignore that. Seven assists, 19 bonus points. Um, Still probably going to be in everyone's part of the bus team no matter what week. Um, Game week 12 looks tough. Game week 13 still challenging with Chelsea uh, PSG. Then Man United in 14. Spurs in 15. AC Milan in 15. There's some tough, tough games there. Um, I'm just not sure whether I might want to switch him to Trent. But I do know. If you do take Trippier out, he is going to grab some clean sheets. He is going to grab some holes, and you are going to miss out on them. So it's just whether or not you can deal with that or whether you think you can use that 5.7 million a bit better. Um, Callum Wilson, 4.3 million. Um, seven goals this season. He's sharing minutes with Isak, but when he does play, he's so, so good. And now Isak is out injured till after the international break. Um, that international break is... Um, between game week 12 and game week 13. Um, another international break but then that's that's it out of the way till uh, the new year. Uh, so I think Callum Wilson could be a good shout but I just don't think he's better than Watkins, Nunes and Alvarez combined with the fixtures. Um, so he's an option but not one for me. The only good thing he's got over the other ones is he will take penalties, though. That's one thing to consider. Uh, Anthony Gordon, 3.5. He looks nailed for two games a week with the injuries to Harvey Barnes, um, Is it Murphy, Anderson. Uh, there's, there's quite a few in the minute. Uh, not a Newcastle expert, but he seems to be playing every single game. 3.5 million. Um, I think he started striker yesterday as well against United. Um, only five points from his two games last game week but he's on three goals four assists for the season and he's regularly picking up tackle points and the occasional bonus points as well he's the sixth highest midfielder and he'll only cost you 3.5 million Um, so I think he's a very very good pick then um, I was about to say lastly, but I think I've got one more after this. Um, West Ham, 4.9 million. Jared Bowen um, absolutely smashed us yesterday. Um, got 14 points, one bonus, a goal, two shots on target, four tackles, one assist. And I think he split his eyebrow open as well, but you don't get any points for that. Um, Bowen, so 14 points. I think he was quite fortunate, really. Um, points are points. He had one um, cross that came in that... Um, Ben White headed in and so got an assist for a Ben White and goal Um, and then he had a shot from distance that was fairly down the middle and Ramsdale managed to punch it in the goal Um, so they all count though Bowen 4.9 million I haven't been overly keen really um, until now The fixtures played into it, Um, they've had three losses in a row before Arsenal and then a draw, so no wins in four before beating my team, but this fixture run looks really good. Brentford away, Olympiarkos at home, Forest at home, Burnley away, TSC Topala or something in game week 13, game week 14's Crystal Palace at home, Tottenham away from home, Fulham away, um, Freiburg, Wolves, Man United and Arsenal. So again, all the way through until that sort of Christmas um, week, game week 17, their fixtures do look really, really good. And he's on um, seven goals, three assists. So 10 attacking returns from 13 games is impressive. And in those 13 games, he's got nine bonus so not far off one bonus a game 16 shots 18 tackles um, so all action points in lots of different um, ways and with 99 points in total he's just three points behind Saka who I'm saying is essential so <laughs> I think that Bowen at 4.9 million is a very good pick and someone that I'll be considering James Ward-Prowse at 4.3 million. Um, It was another quiet week for James Ward-Prowse. Got 73 minutes against Everton. Um, And I was surprised he was taken off when they were looking for a goal. Um, So that was a bit concerning. And 73rd minute taken off Ward-Prowse. And then didn't start the cup game either. So I I do wonder if maybe he's struggling either with... um, sort of overplaying because he's, we've been saying he's been a 90-minute man in pretty much all games, um, but he's been quiet for the last five, so I think maybe he's an okay hold if you've got him, and you hope that, I mean, this Arsenal match would have been a boost, and they sort of turn their form around, um, but I don't think I'd specifically be bringing him in this week. If I had him, I'd probably give him a bit more time. If I didn't have him, I don't think I would be targeting James Wall prowse at the minute. Then I've just done non-European players, and there's not very many. Um, So teams without Europe. Like I said, Chelsea and Spurs both play each other, um, so it doesn't look great this week. Um, And then one sort of freak outlier that I just want to highlight. So Madison, 4.5 million, 93 points, and he's averaging 8.5 points per game. So still a really good pick, still a really good hold. Keeps getting attacking returns, three goals, six assists, and 21 bonus, which is a joke. Um, just the three fixtures, that's a massive um, downside. Chelsea Wolves and Villa in November, which um, Wolves looks okay. Chelsea, Villa, we're not too sure. They could be tough games. Um, but he could still outscore some of these players that are playing in Europe. And as we're getting towards the end of Europe, we might see more rotation. Um, again, a bit like Will Prowse, I'd say if you've got him, you probably hold him. But I would be considering looking elsewhere when it came to bringing players in. Um, maybe like a Bowen, but is going to get more games. Um, this one is a strange one. I won't be picking it myself. But Jao Poligna at Fulham, 3.1 million, um, two goals, 51 tackles in 10 games. That's the, the, the bit that I wanted to highlight. 51 tackles from 10 games um averaging five tackles a game which is ridiculous obviously you score points every two tackles now you got 10 tackles in that game against brighton so i just want to bring it up on the screen here um xiaopalina 3.1 million so he didn't play the ipswich game but he got 18 points against brighton uh five bonus so he maxed out the bonus points He got one goal um, obviously, one shot on target and 10 tackles in one game, um, which is pretty crazy. Then I had a little look through as well. He got um, seven tackles against Spurs, scored six points. He got eight tackles against Sheffield United, um, picking up six points as well. Um, and yeah, his points have been pretty impressive. When he played Arsenal, um, got 11 points with a goal and six tackles. Uh, not someone I'm going to pick, but just someone. I think he's been... A lot of people that played Sky, fantasy football, I'm playing it for the first time this season. I listened to a bit of stuff from last year and people were raving about him. And this is why I think both games now you get tackle points. 51 tackles in 10 games is a joke. Um, Six points per game. Uh, Cole Palmer is the last one that I want to highlight from non-European sides. 2.6 million. His last free average is 6.7 points per game. He's got two goals and three assists with three bonus points and an assist in yesterday's game against Blackburn. He's on penalties as well, um, despite having to snatch one off of Sterling the other day. who tried to take it. Um, but Chelsea fixtures are bad. So if it if it just works, if you need someone at that price, I'd get him at 2.6, because uh, you really can't move things around. But Spurs, City, Newcastle... Three tough games. Um, He did play that uh, false nine against Arsenal. So maybe he plays false nine against these three sides. But even after Spurs, City, Newcastle, he's got Brighton, Man United. Um, But after that, the fixtures do get really good for him. So just wanted to highlight him because he's doing well. Um, Not something I'm going to pick. On to my team update then. Um, Everything feels a little bit underwhelming after having that massive part of the bus weekend. Um, I've dropped from 90th to 143 points um 83 points for the game week 1073 points overall um, but still can't complain about being 143rd um i've got johnson in goal got me one point dan burn and Trippier both got me two points and probably now almost certainly get a price a decrease um Dallo with three points from two games disappointing matty Cash with seven happy with that one um Saka with five points again fairly quiet one for him i think that was a bit of a freak really i was at that Sheffield United game it was okay it was fairly good um but five five goals and none of them come from Saka um and then we got the penalty after Saka had gone off the pitch so whether or not he took it or whether or not he would have given it away, we're not quite sure. Um, but he wasn't there to take it. Gordon, five points. Phil Foden, happy I stuck with him. He got me ten points. Um, and then Ollie Watkins, again, disappointing with five points. I think with Saka and Ollie Watkins in those games, um I feel like he was close, that one. I I highlighted that Sheffield United as a good fixture. um, And Watkins having Luton was a good fixture. I know it's not rocket science. um, But both fixtures ended up being good, but they just weren't quite the scorers in those games. Um, I went captaincy with Salah, who doubled his 12 points to get 24. uh, But Haaland got 19 in that week. So that probably would have been big because of me falling down the rankings and I guess um, not having a Liverpool defender as well um, for their good run. So they're the sort of things that I need to address. So I think I'm going to stick the armband on Haaland for next week um, and probably for a little while. Um, Trent and Bruno were the two players that I took out. So obviously I would have been better off if I kept with Trent. Trent got 12 points, Bruno got 5. Uh, Saka and Watkins who I bought in 5 points each. So Trent actually outscored both the players that I bought in. Uh, but I'm happy to have Saka and Watkins for the longer term. Didn't pay off this week, but I'm not too worried. I do fear Alvarez. I do feel uh, fear Darwin, but I just also know that if I try and hop between these strikers, I'm probably going to miss the hauls that my original guy was going to have anyway. So I'm going to stick with the forward. Um, so where are my problems? Um, I'm pretty happy with that front six. Saka, Golden, Foden, Watkins, Sulla, Harland. I'm going to want to keep those guys. Um, but I need a Liverpool defender for Luton. I need a Liverpool defender. So the obvious one is Simakas because he is cheap as chips. So Simakas is definitely going to come in. Um, the players that I'm been thinking about moving out of this team that is Johnston eventually I want to re- um, upgrade. Burns going to go down in price and the good fixture runs gone for Newcastle so 4 million he's not worth it. Delo I probably would take him out if he didn't have this good double and then Luton in game week 12 so I think I'm going to stick with Delo a bit longer and then Trippier if I want to get trent back in my team and accept that i probably got that last week wrong uh, so that's how i'm thinking in terms of who i might want to move out um looking at it i could so i could just do trippier out burnout for trent and simicas i've got the money to do that um i think that leaves me 1.7 million to upgrade elsewhere which is good um i could upgrade johnston finally get myself a two a week keeper Upgrade Dallow eventually, or I could just change formation and get a better midfielder in there. Um, this is how it would look so um, if I did go for that double defence of Liverpool, I could go Johnston, Simcas, Dallow, Cash, and Trent, Sackle, Gordon, Foden, Watkins, Salah, Harland as my captain. I am liking the look of that. Um, but with most weeks, I'm still not entirely sure. I'm liking the look of this. So double Liverpool for Luton. Um, and then to lose away, you probably get one starter. If you're lucky, you get two. I could, I did also look, and I could keep Tri- uh, Trippier, get Simakas in. And I could take Dallow out for Virgil at four million. Um, but Virgil van Dijk only is going to play once a week. Um, and he's so valuable to them. I don't think they want to risk him playing twice. We've seen what happens when they don't have Virgil van Dijk in the team, um, so that's a little bit of a concern. It does solve the problem of getting rid of Trippier, but having two Liverpool, but I just don't think I like it that much. The other option that I like the look of so is keeping Simakas in my team and taking out Dan Burn, and then taking Trippier out for Bowen now this is probably a bit of recency bias because Bowen hasn't really been someone on my radar but I am really liking the look of this I've played my part the bus I have no need for five at the back Um, apart from Trippier there's not that many standout defenders Trippier and uh, Trent the the top sort of 20 players is packed full of midfielders and strikers, they're the highest scoring players at the minute. Do I just get a Bowen in there and have a really solid front seven? So I could have Harlan Salah Watkins up front, Bowen Sacker, Gordon Foden, all goal threats. Um, Gordon's been playing the occasional game up front, Bowen has been playing the occasional game up front, he played up front against Arsenal in the um, Carabao Cup. I think he played it up front against Freiburg as well. It is an option and he's obviously lethal anywhere on the right-hand side. I like the look of this. Um, it also leaves me 2.2 million on in the bank. So I've got 50 million exactly on the pitch there and 2.2 million in the bank. So after this week, if I did go Johnston, Simacas, Dalo and Mati Cash... Bowen, Saka, Gordon, Foden, Watkins, Salah, Harland. I then have £2.2 million to upgrade my keeper to a twice-a-week goalkeeper. I could up, um, upgrade Dallo If Liverpool are still looking really good, I could do what I said and bring in Virgil, for example. I've got a lot of options, or even get Saliba back in uh, for that Burnley home game. Um, there's a lot of options. It, it's just whether I go double Liverpool defence in this last slide So Trippier and uh, Dan Byrne for Simakas and Trent. Or I do the same players out for Simakas and Bowen and go for the more attacking option of the two. Let me know, as always, in the comments below what you think looks like the better option. Um, As always, I will do a YouTube shorts um, and Twitter post and YouTube community post and TikTok post and post it just about everywhere letting you know what my final decision will be. But at the minute, I'm leaning towards this one with Bowen in the midfield and Simakas covering that Liverpool uh, defensive slot. Thank you very much for watching. That is everything for this episode. If you have enjoyed it, please do leave a like, subscribe to the channel for more Sun Dream Team content and also do check out the Dream Team Tonic podcast in the link in the description below. Thanks for watching and I'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye.